actually believe that part of living in faith and hope is actually always kind of contending or reaching for a real shift in the situation. Mm-hmm. With that said, we all understand that kingdom has come into the world and also it's not yet fully here. So the bottom line is we cannot control how or when the shift happens. Welcome back to Adventure Parenting with Grace. I am Lori Donahue, and this is the Gospel Parenting Podcast, where we will walk with you through the joys of parenting and the most painful challenges so you can rise with courage, practical strategies, and hope to parent with purpose. As a mom, do you ever feel stuck? Do you ever feel like you cannot find your way out of some huge challenge or even some little challenge? Anna Mulliken is our guest this morning, and Anna is a life coach, and she guides moms through an inner healing process, which can range from childhood trauma to unmet needs to painful challenges that moms are going through at any time. She is a doula, and she also has a real heart for kids and their parents, as she and her husband designed and operated a play space for kids. This morning, she's going to talk to us about how she coaches moms through times when they feel powerless in their parenting challenges. So let's head on and listen now. We are here this morning with Anna Mulliken, and she has some very, very unique and special gifts. I'm very anxious to share her with you because I think you will really learn a lot, and I think you will be able to experience some real changes in your life. So, so Anna, welcome to Adventure Parenting with Grace. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. I'm really happy to have you. This is a good morning. So could you introduce your family? Do you have children? Yeah, my husband and I live in Northern California, and we have a nine-year-old boy, a six-year-old boy, and a two-year-old girl, and they are all wonderful and very spunky. Yes, yes. That's the way we like them. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Life would be boring without it, right? Yes, exactly. So Anna, you are a life coach, and you guide women through some experiences. And could you share just a little bit about what you do? Yeah, I come alongside moms and I support them in their desire to come fully alive as a woman and a mom and to empower them to kind of break through any challenge that comes across their way internally in their experience of motherhood or the challenges that kids inevitably face. That's great. And I would say that that applies to every single mom. Yeah, there is no mom out there that doesn't have significant challenges. Yeah, small challenges, big challenges, they come, they ebb and flow. If you've been a mom any length of time, you're, I'm sure you're resonating with that. I actually kind of do it a little bit uniquely. I mix in a lot of inner healing through the process because mm. obviously some of the best ways to overcome things and to become fully alive is to heal more. And so I do a lot of that as well. So what kind of healing, what is it like childhood trauma or what kind of things might result in a need for healing? Yeah, it could be a childhood trauma or it could be just a moment where you sort of accepted a narrative about yourself, about God or about the world around you without realizing what you were doing. So some kind of belief that's actually holding you back that you didn't realize might be holding you back. Yeah. 
Oh. Those are just two two different examples. There's I I mean we could have a whole podcast about that, but but that can be a little <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful because I know, I know that I know all of us need healing. We're people and we all experience and have experiences that that we need to heal. Yeah. Let me just ask up front where this is just sort of a general thing. And I just want to kind of lay the groundwork for where we're going. Where does that healing power come from? Yeah. So absolutely comes from the power of Jesus. So, you know, I believe that when he died on the cross and resurrected again, he didn't just buy salvation, but he actually bought um, kingdom come into our lives today and now and every day. And we're just moving from glory to glory and moving more and more into bringing his kingdom to earth, but also like into our lives and into our kids' lives. Mm -hmm. Um, So I believe that's part of what he invited us into and actually even commanded us to go do is to, to bring people into more and more healing. That is fabulous. Oh, I love it. Okay, let's get started. So do you have an idea of what the role of motherhood is? What, how, how would you define our roles as mothers? Yeah, I mean, from my perspective, the two main roles mothers have is one of a comfort bringer and then also of a leader in breakthrough. And I can expand on that a little bit. So I believe moms are actually the person that introduces the experience of comfort into a kid's life. And, you know, comfort really is that thing that's going to carry us through all of the challenges that come, not just in their childhood, but all in throughout their whole life. Mm-hmm. That ability to return to a place of comfort and regulation is really key in living a full life. And I actually think moms have a real special ability to let their kids experience comfort at a young age. And, and that begins to even affect their way their nervous system works for their whole life. Interesting. Okay. And then I also believe that moms are a leader in their home and in a kid's life and showing a kid how to find breakthrough and that breakthrough is possible. Even forming that concept in their head that, you know, we don't have to just manage the things that come along our path and try to, we don't have to deny that they're there. We don't have to accept them. We don't have to just manage them, but we can posture ourselves towards believing there's supernatural solutions out there. I just believe like if they start that at a young age, like there's nothing that's going to stop them. Part of the reason I really believe this is a passage in Hebrews, the faith chapter. I was studying it at one point and it really hit me so strongly about in that faith chapter, this is never talked about, but towards the bottom of the list of people throughout the narrative of the kingdom who have like lived a life of faith and changed things. In the Passion Translation, there's a little part of it that talks about how women receive their children back from the dead, actually, because of their faith. And it just really struck me like, oh my gosh, like the faith of a mom can bring a child back from the dead, like even just figuratively, like all of the places in their kid's life that are not fully alive or that are wounded or not like the ideal of what we believe God would want for them, like the faith that we carry. And I believe like a certain authority that we carry because we're a mom, we can do that. And then as we do that, we can actually train our kids how to do that. Interesting. So you use the term breakthrough. Could you define that term or what you mean when you talk about breakthrough? Yeah. So breakthrough kind of starts with a situation in life that is less than ideal or 
doesn't feel like God's best, right? So whether that's the sleeplessness of a baby, sleep challenges, or whether that's you just notice one of your kids is viewing themselves with low esteem, whether it's the learning disabilities that sometimes pop up in their life or a medical diagnosis or food allergies, you know, it's a situation that if if we really are willing to look at it, like it's not ideal and it's not the best. Mm -hmm. And um, so it always starts with that. And then it's basically that situation moving towards a preferred or beautiful future, right? Mm -hmm. So, and I think that more often than not, we're going to realize that that less than ideal situation and that preferred beautiful future that we dream of, there's like a gap between them and probably only miraculous power would bring it from that less than ideal situation to the beautiful future. And that's really good because I really believe Jesus is there waiting to come with miraculous power. Mm -hmm. So when you're talking about less than ideal situations and you want to bring breakthrough, is that always to cause the situation to change? Or sometimes is it just our attitude to accept certain things to be the way they are? There's kind of two avenues that can happen and either can happen and God can make either happen. But how do you deal with that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great question. So you're going to get my perspective. That's not always like, I don't know if everyone holds it, but I do believe it's something that's put on my heart. I actually believe that part of living in faith and hope is actually always kind of contending or reaching for a real shift in the situation. With that said, we all understand that kingdom has come into the world and also it's not yet fully here. So the bottom line is we cannot control how or when the shift happens and we're actually not able to make it happen. I think that's the other side of the coin. I think it's a great question because I think there's also such an invitation for breakthrough within ourselves at all times as we face these challenges. And we can just move towards more and more peace, joy, and freedom, even if our situation's not changing. So it's just that beautiful win-win of the kingdom. Right. And it's kind of a balance. You know, we always hope for something, but we know that our hope is fulfilled in receiving whatever it is that Jesus has for us. Yeah. Okay. One of the things that happens when moms face challenges that are really difficult is they can be very discouraged And that discouragement also comes along with feeling powerlessness. Would you agree with that? Yes, absolutely. I think that's a great point. So what causes these, the feelings of powerlessness? I think all of us moms are actually coming in with our own history, right? Like some of us maybe didn't learn how to actually believe solutions are out there in life the practical skills of moving towards them, right? So that, that could be one reason we, default towards a feeling of I'm powerless and I I can't go after this or this won't be able to shift. I think also, if we're honest, I think powerlessness is a defense mechanism. Like it's mm-hmm. it's a lot easier, right, to say um, I, that's impossible to change or I don't know how to do this or this is too much. It's too hard for me. It's a lot easier to kind of default into that than it is to go, I'm going to look at the problem and I'm going to go after it. And it's a lot harder to um, reach for change because it, it puts us in a vulnerable place of reach of like reaching for hope. And when we reach for hope, there's always a possibility of disappointment. And sometimes that's more painful than just going like, this is too hard. This is impossible. And I think even our mom culture sort of perpetuates like, and celebrates 
this idea that like, this is too hard or this is too much. It's okay to just ignore it and push it away. Like we kind of all agree with each other that that's good, but really I actually think we're all just kind of scared moms that, that don't know how to reach for hope and are afraid of being disappointed and, and just kind of are feeling like we want to protect ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I see that in kids, they look at something hard and I can't do it. And they just sort of back off and they won't try. It kind of comes from the per a little bit perfectionistic in kids a lot of times that I have to be perfect or it's not valuable. I think that's a really good point. I think it even protects us from what we actually fear about ourselves a lot as moms is like, we don't have what it takes. And, and what, it, what is it going to say about me if I can't figure this out? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. There's a lot to deal with here. <laughs> I think, oh, there's so much beautiful possibility for moving through it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. One of the problems that moms experience on some of them on a daily basis is exhaustion and overwhelm. Does that fit into this puzzle at all? Yeah, I think there's a lot that can go into the conversation around overwhelm. But one thing that I don't think is hit on enough is that we really are as moms hit with a constant onslaught of small or big challenges. And not even through just one period of their life, but it kind of it morphs and it moves, right? I mean, you're way ahead of me, but it kind of shifts throughout people's lives. And I think there's no other job in the world where a person is experiencing the same level of challenges coming at them while they're on their feet and have no time to pause and think about it and actually find a solution. I mean, most jobs actually, you know, there's one or two challenges that come at you, you make a plan and you find a solution. And in parenthood, sometimes you don't see the manifestation of a solution that you're moving through. So you kind of always have this feeling like I'm not figuring any of this out and there's more coming at me. And I think we just don't talk about what that can do to a heart and a body over time. Mm, Yeah. Good point. I think with the conversation of overwhelm and burnout, there's a lot to talk about, you know, there's just so much on mom's plates practically. And while all that's true, like I do think that if there's a certain level of peace and hope and um, joy that's going on and not just a conceptual idea of those things, but But like, if there's hope, like, oh, these things can change and there's joy, like I'm seeing breakthrough, then there's so much energy that comes from that. And that gives a um, woman so much energy to be able to, you know, clean that house so fast. I mean, we know the difference, right? Mm -hmm. We've all been there and had a really exciting day ahead and being able to do all these pile of things with joy and not feeling overwhelmed. And then another day where there's a lot going on internally, it feels really hard, right? So I think if we could focus in on the core of that in our conversations with moms, like I think we could go a long way. I know that to be true. And I find that in my own life as well. And when I was young and even at this age, so I appreciate all these things that you are bringing. Ah, Thank you. In your coaching, Anna, you coach moms through the process of moving from powerlessness to breakthrough. And do you see changes in moms when you work with them? I mean, can you give some examples of the kinds of changes you might see? Yeah. So um, a real life example that a woman that just went through my six month cohort, she um, had a the reality that her, I think her kid was almost four and Pretty much since the day he was born, he barely slept. He'd be at hours a night. He's, she's never been able to figure it out. And that means she's not slept for almost four years. Wow. And 
in this particular situation, it was actually a one moment breakthrough, but I'm going to share it just to build your faith a little bit. In my cohorts, we kind of alternate between coaching and asking God what he wants to do. So that's kind of the form of inner healing I do. And so we asked God about it and she had this memory come back that she, while she was really pregnant with the baby, she was caretaking her in-law who was on hospice. Mm-hmm. And that in me, I just felt like the Lord used that to to kind of trigger in me a thought that I think there's a generational insomnia thing going on. And I asked her, you know, is insomnia, does insomnia happen in that family that like that in-law you're taking care of? And she's like, yeah, they never, like she never slept towards the end and in her life. And so we actually went to God and asked him to break the power of that generational curse. And she did that. Like I helped empower her to do that. There's usually some, a little bit of healing involved around it. So she needed to do some healing around how traumatic those like last days were in hospice. I'm sure anyone who's walked that road knows that night he did not sleep good, but the night after that, and ever since he sleeps through the night, really? Like it was a complete turnaround. And she yeah. didn't do anything particularly different. Didn't drug him. <laughs> yeah. So, so one thing I do help women understand is there's like, you know, there's obviously all kinds of reasons why a challenge can be happening, but one of them really is spiritual, right? And in this case, it was, it was spiritual. So yeah, that's one example for you. Yeah. So Anna, when you lead somebody through breakthrough, what are the components of, of your coaching that, that makes this happen? Yeah. So um, when I'm leading women through the bravery of looking at a challenge in the face and then finding breakthrough. I I lead them through something called what I've named the breakthrough cycle. So the first step of that breakthrough cycle is finding clarity. So bringing complete clarity to the issue at hand and the uh, clarity to a preferred future. Well, Anna's just barely gotten into this. And in part number two, she is going to actually give us the steps to breakthrough that she actually uses in her coaching. So you won't want to miss this. Be sure to subscribe so you can find your way back and be ready with pen and paper next time because she is going to give so much valuable information. And in part two, we'll share with you a free challenge that Anna is offering to walk with you. It's a little mini coaching series complete with lessons and exercises to help move you toward breakthrough. And also, last week I mentioned that we're putting together a Christmas podcast where we are featuring you and your favorite tradition or favorite memory or not even a favorite, just one that can be very sweet or very funny, whatever you would like to submit. It will be very easy to submit and you have just a few days left. You can just record it into a voice memo on your phone and keep it under two minutes, but it can be as short as you like also. And email it to me at lori at kidsstrengthforlife.com and I will leave the link in the show notes. I look forward to hearing what you have to share. May you have a blessed time as you prepare for the holidays and remember, even though it's hard sometimes, to rest in the Lord this week. (music) 